0: If it was in fact aliens, and they were like, hey guys, there are actual aliens, and we don't know where they come from, and people believed it, it would be fucking pandemonium.
1: I've always thought that it would be pandemonium, and it's occurred to me after going through COVID and seeing what the true baseline of humanity is, (laughs) it's like, eh. And, and the the people go- just the keep go- going.
0: The government jumps on It's like, guys, there are aliens. And everyone's like, oh, we better stock up on masks and Dude, not leave the house. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you're not going
1: to be able to buy toilet paper. That's what's going to fucking happen. <laughs> what's happening, brother?
0: Um, Still, I think, coming down from a little bit of over exuberation on the weekend. You got pretty deep. God, it was a weekend.
1: It was. We were talking. Was it, were we talking on here where I was like, I kind of want to have a bender?
0: Yeah, I think you were.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I was like, that option came up on Saturday, and I decided not to partake. So you went and met up with all the Adelaide boys.
0: Well, the day for me started somewhat differently because I was—I thought I was meant to get tattooed. I just fucked up. I just assumed it was on Saturday, every two weeks, but it's not. It was actually on Wednesday. So I ring Adam, uh, Adam Jones, Craig's brother, who we've had on the podcast before. Those boys are all here for the UFC. He's like, man, we're having beers at some random pub in, in the city. Roll through. So I rolled up there in like board shorts, slides, just ready for a full day's tattoo session that's just been cancelled. Um, had only had that the croissant for, for breakfast. And um, those boys were on. They'd had a big night the night before and were still charging away. And man, it was it was probably one o'clock, and I was fuck-eyed. That whole group of boys were all from Adelaide, so they're all tourists. And shout-out to um, the Sesh with Sav. Um, I have seen a podcast of his uh, before, just randomly, because Adam was on there and he was over, and he is an absolute fucking legend. So shout-out to Sav, because he's so fucking cool. And uh, Miles from M16 um, and Jamie uh, from Adelaide as well. All those boys were, were like super welcoming and Uh, uh, Tourists, right? They go to the dumbest fucking bars. The dumbest
1: bars all the time.
0: Bro, they were at the Ivy and Jack, which is like just down the road here on Murray Street, I think. But it's like underneath a Holiday Inn. It's basically a hotel bar. I have lived in Perth the majority of my life and I didn't know this place existed. Well, I did. I've walked past it probably a million times, but never once considered walking in there.
1: I've always said this, that the only time you go to shit bars is if you're meeting someone from out of town. Exactly. Like, because if you came to Perth and you went to um you went to the brass monkey, you'd be walking through the city and you'd be like, this is this looks like a bar where there's something happened. It's like, I've been in there twice. Yes. In my life. You know, like and then you would leave Perth being like, eh, it's kind of fucking kind, shit. Kind of shit. Yeah. So you need a bit of local knowledge. And I feel like that every time I go to another city. I'm like, I'm always trying to find at least someone that I kind of know that's there that can tell me what's good, you yeah. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but so they they literally just Googled bars near me and they ended up there. So I roll in and uh, like I said, they're all pretty much on one and it's a table of like maybe 12 dudes all like on the source hard. It's getting pretty boisterous to the point where the waitress came up, comes up and goes, look, we love having you here, but you need to like chill with the language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know someone's talking about his huge foreskin and it's, it's a boys just, it's it's, a, it was a boys weekend they come over to watch the ufc it really was
1: and they were tying one off exactly. and you can't blame them for it that's nah, sick it's I was, great i was
0: 100 about it but then miles goes to me like look where can we go that's fucking better than here somewhere like outside with a beer garden i was like the bird would be ideal um but it was closed uh, but Pika bar was open which is kind of just around the corner and that's a nice little outdoor kind of beer gardeny vibe so we kicked it around there and it was busy we got tables and man that's basically where my memory loss begins because
1: I don't remember shit after that I was following the Instagram story pretty pretty heavily and then some of the people that you were with I just went onto their page and watched there was a lot of people getting choked out <laughs> It was bro-y. it was very broy very bro but yeah. there's a time and a place and that was the time that was it. Pika Bar is probably not the place, but it was a, it was a
0: place. You know, Pika Bar can generally be filled with those kind of um, artsy kind of yeah. crowd, not martial artsy not kind of so crowd. So much, no. and I don't think anyone within a you know a vicinity of us was happy about us being there. But yeah, I I've never been choked out, or like choked unconscious before, so I was interested in seeing what that felt like, and I apparently chose that point of the day as my introduction to it. So
1: I'd seen that um, it looks like time two, three, four, five potentially happened throughout the day as well.
0: <laughs> Look, I think I think I was only on – I think I only got to two. I think I got put out twice that day.
1: Okay, um, because you got put out later by Craig.
0: That's correct, and that was a bad one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he was happy to let you drop to
0: your death. <laughs> he was, and it really says a lot about Craig, the fact that he was happy to watch me just face plant on the floor. Um, but we uh, we were doing that, and I was not the only one. I think – Maybe four of the 12 people around that table got choked out at one point. Someone got slapped really hard from across the the bench. It was just so much fun. Just didn't give a fuck. The only reason I knew we went to Henry Summer after that was because there's a message in my messenger talking to my friend Jan. He's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at Henry Summer, bro. (laughs) Don't remember that at all. Don't remember going back to the crown after that either. And then we're in the fucking hotel lobby of the crown. I've ordered $90 worth of like antipasta and we're eating food and drinking. Me, Craig Jones, Adam Jones, uh, Jamie, a whole bunch of other different people. And Volk comes walking across. So obviously Craig is Volk's
1: the champ, grappling the champ coach. Is here.
0: Man, and fucking, I don't remember. I remember seeing him and I remember meeting him, but I don't remember what I said. And that gives me
1: a lot of anxiety
0: because <laughs> you don't want to be that guy and I'm pretty sure I was probably that guy. So, yes.
1: You're but always well-intentioned. It I is. think it's, it's like I don't think anyone is ever going to be like – I know some people – like for, for me, if I'm going somewhere, I'm, I, if, if there's people that I'm entertaining, I'll, be, I'll hit you up and be like, yo, come along because you get along with everyone. You have very good social awareness and I do know some other people where I will not do that. Or if there is on the off chance that they're going to be there or I, or, or I hear from them and they're coming to somewhere where I am with people that I am entertaining. Everyone's kind of a reflection of you. Very true. So, you're like, there's a few people I know where I need to have a word with the person I'm with first and be like, this guy's a little bit strange. He means, well, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not one of those people. No. So, just just- Thanks. Calm it, calm it down, mate. You're and,
0: good. <laughs> look, every time I've had a blowout lately, the first, you know what it's like. The next morning, like, what did I say? The anxiety, but I know, like, I'm I'm usually pretty good. And most people, even if I was paralytic drunk, which I was, um, I tend to hold my drunkenness pretty well. Like, I can still navigate and shit. So I'm I'm not too fussed. But <laughs> Adam did tell me that. Vok was about to have a photo with with Jamie and puts his f- f- hand up like this and I just come out of nowhere and just like fist bump <laughs> him.
1: <laughs> you would have been so focused on it as well. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, man, it was just a surreal lie. Like I was touching on it with you before we, we kicked off, but like went from there up to like Craig's room um, and had a couple of drinks up there talking shit and like Frank Hickman walks in who's probably one of the – you know, greatest MMA coaches that that's alive right now. Um, just you know, Volk being there, Craig being there, Hickman, you know, all of these people it was just a real surreal for me because you see these people on the TV, and then suddenly you're standing there with them, and it's like you weren't prepared for it. They're just there, and you're like, fuck, my main my brain's melting. <laughs> yeah, for
1: real, dude. It was a weird one. There was a lot of people in Perth. Uh-huh. I'm looking at people's Instagram stories, and it's like, you know, Logan Paul and um. And the KSI. yeah, the impulsive guys. Mike, and, yeah, Mike. Um, I was a bummed. I would have, I would have liked to have met that Mike guy. I read his book and it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's about um Oxycontin addiction and all mm. the stuff that he went through. And it's a really, really good book. Um and I'd seen, yeah, he was out and about, and I was talking to a couple of friends that were hanging out with him and stuff. I was like, I'm not going to the club. Like, I'm not I just can't fucking bring myself to do it. So I was kind of, it was it was kind of exciting that Perth was just so lit up, you know, like we had, um, you know, we had the UFC, we had Lameway Festival and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Post Malone all at the same, all on the same day. Yeah. And, um, you know, the place was just alive and not to mention, I mean, having the UFC there, you had, you know, the whole of city kickboxing was, was in town. Mm-hmm. Um, just so many friends of mine I'd seen that were on boats with like Israel Adesanya. I walk out of here on Friday I like left early in the day, and um, what's his name's downstairs? Bisping. Yeah, Michael. I, I walked downstairs, and Michael Bisping's there, and it's like this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the streets were busy, mm. you know, like because the the good thing about the UFC, and I think that a lot of people are coming around to this, and I think the the fact that Volk is such a like endearing champion as well, like he's a, he's he's very everyman. I think it's kind of changing people's perceptions. Of it, like the fact that it was in Perth, it was the highest arena sales for anything that's ever been in WA. Um, it was it was good. It was a good thing for the city. Like the guys that owned the bar downstairs, they were like, it was a blessing. We we were busy all week because it wasn't just the UFC like fights. It was like open um, workouts. The weigh-ins, yeah. the live press conference. And they didn't just take the piss and do it all at the arena as well. They did the Yagan um, Square. They did yeah. the, the press Key. conference there, the Elizabeth Key. And the
0: one good thing that I will say that I'm proud of Perth is there was not one uh, like news article about like really unsavoury behaviour. There was no fights. No one got king hit. No one likes fucked up really too badly, which is what everyone was waiting for. You know, you
1: know, it's an it, it's it's funny because when we had Jack Becker on here, he was talking about the fact that cage fighting was banned in WA. You know, only ten less than ten years ago, and now to see it thrive and bring so much money in, and also expose Perth to the world. Like that was, I mean, that was the biggest fight that's happened in a long time. Like that's the first ever pound for pound fight, really. That's, I mean, from what I've been reading and what I've been watching online, um, mm-hmm. it was a massive, massive fight. It delivered. It was an amazing fight. And the crowd went nuts. I and they you. were there for absolutely everything. Like the, the press conference, full. Open workouts, full. People cheering, everyone getting behind everything. And like all, you know, like even Conor McGregor tweeting going, man, I should have gone to Perth. Bisping saying like this is the most beautiful place ever. Um you know, bro, that was on the undercard that got beat by Yael. Yaya, uh, Yael. Yaya, Yael. Yaya, Yael. 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 What's the who He's was he not fighting? On the undercard. That's not nah, like sorry. The the the, the co Yeah, Josh Emmett was like, man, I would move here. Oh, really? Yeah, and so everything that I was watching because I will normally watch the lead up to fights and the post and stuff. I quite like the whole process, and everyone was just like Perth. Is amazing. And to be here, I think on the Friday when I walked out, because I was like, I'm going to leave the office because it's too nice. And I went to the beach and I was like, it's awesome that a bunch of people that have never been here before are here right now because you're seeing the absolute best of it. Like it was perfect. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah. The whole weekend was was spectacular and Monday was
1: great too. So- and not to mention like, you know, you had Lameway pretty much sold out, absolutely packed, um, Wellington Square, the Chili Peppers and Post Malone. Rammed. And that was Optus Stadium. Yeah. That was fucking over 50,000 apparently.
0: Wait, how's Post getting turned away from QT for having face tattoos? From QT? Oh, you didn't hear that?
1: I saw that he got turned away from
0: somewhere. Yeah, it's the rooftop bar at QT. Wow. They got a no face tattoo uh, policy. Yeah, they just didn't up. know who he was. Had no idea. How fucking dumb have you got to be? It's one of the biggest recording artists on earth right now.
1: Well, you say that, but we turned Justin Bieber away from Canvas.
0: Shut up, did we?
1: Did you not know about this? No. Oh man, Luke Faulkner did. <laughs> this was before Bieber was um rap Bieber. Okay. I remember when Bieber was just it, like, like, like little nerdy? Yeah, Bieber. he wasn't. He was he was coming up. It was like his first his first Australian tour, and um, what used to happen with that venue is people used to hit us up and say, "Can we come through?" And they try and get an appearance fee. And we were always like, you can come through, but we're not paying for anyone. And we'll give you a section and we'll give you free drinks and stuff like that. So, we did that quite a lot. You know, we had Naughty by Nature in there. Um, We had, what was his name? Asap Ferg. Tons and tons and tons of people came through there. Um, But we were always pushing that whole thing of it being like, if you had a clue, you could could come through. And I just left. And apparently like a, an SUV pulled up at the end of the laneway and a bodyguard dude came down to Luke and was like, oh, can we secure the the entry because uh, Justin wants to come in? And he was like, no, nah, not tonight, man. Because <laughs> it was, you know, it was like mad packed. Yeah. And um, the funniest thing was that we just put it – because it was – Bieber was not what he is now. He it was, it, it was big, but he was like a YouTube star, you know, like he wasn't – there was no swag mm-hmm. whatsoever. And uh, Luke made the call. And then I just remember we put the post up on Facebook because I don't even think Instagram was around really. Um, we put the post up on Facebook being like, you can't come in with those shoes or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it went like proper viral. You've
0: got to make the most of a very bad situation.
1: <laughs> so I went to Lameway. Shout outs to Beans and I can't remember the other guy's name. I went to dinner with him the other night They're, um, from a group called chaos in the cbd which are new zealand bros but they're they're based in london and my friend ben used to live with them so he'd said um he'd hooked up a ticket for me through them so i went down and met met those guys um on sunday and it was it was sick and then ended up having dinner with them the next night they were dope and their music's bullshit like i didn't realize how big they were Mm. and uh i was on their instagram and that you know that kid that watches the um you know, autistic kid that does the train videos, and he's got the camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, they they played a a set somewhere, and he came out and introduced them. <laughs> anyway, I think it was in like a train yard or something. Yeah, it was so, yeah. and he's like, apart from train spotting, yeah. I'm also very much into electronic music, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just fucking great, man. Sick, but yeah, so that was really cool. Um, so I got to go, and it was steaming hot though. You know, like I'd got up, watched the UFC. Me and you spoke on the phone for about like half an hour after the UFC. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, headed down there and it was, a, it was so hot. And it was weird just kind of entering a festival solo. Like I knew that there was people there that I knew. There was a ton of people out. I watched Slow Tie. Oh, like don't. Yeah, it was fire. He's really good. And then Fred again. And the weird thing with Fred again is like, how insanely popular he got in six months. It's, it's literally since the... Don't get me wrong, a lot of people listening probably were listening to it, you know, Actual Life 1, 2, before the, the boiler room set. But Australia has gone nuts. Like, even the Chaos dudes were saying, they're like, it's insane how big he is here. Like, we didn't know much about him in the UK. You know, they knew, but they weren't like, he's not going to be the biggest act in Australia. Dude, when he came on... There was a stampede. It was insane. There was a stampede of people from, there was maybe four stages, five stages.
0: Just all rushing over there. Just
1: rushing over there. And he smashed it. It was sick. It was like really, really entertaining. But while I was watching it, it was weird, man. Like I'd spoke to you before about, when when I was in London, we were talking, and I think someone had said, "Oh, what's good books you've read or something?" And I'd said about the tape notes episode of Fred again, mm-hmm. um, which you can listen to. It's on Apple Music and Spotify. It's like an in depth podcast. It was only a few days before the boiler room set, and I remember you messaging me about the boiler room set, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a dude." So I was watching it, and it was like, it's cool because it's very. There's a lot of like really big tracks that he's released recently but then there's a lot of kind of more introspective moody sort of stuff that he'd done earlier and as I was watching it I was looking around I get quite like a, a pretty big emotional response to music sometimes like not overwhelming but you're just like oh like, you get the goosebumps and you feel it and stuff and I think that's kind of the beauty of it and as I was watching it I was looking around and i I was wearing sunglasses so it was cool because I could kind of just witness people without it being weird and it's the first time I think that I've been somewhere where these kind of I I think that the 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 social movements and shit that are going on with we, we poke fun at and it's like it is funny like a lot of the shit like the the hard left stuff and people being like you know the the whole fucking uh transgender conversation all that sort of stuff and in those extreme sides of it that you see on Twitter and that you see on, like, Instagram and they get fed through your algorithms and stuff, you're like, yeah, this is nuts. And it's nuts because it's, like, always the most extreme version of it. It's like, oh, you know, there's a, there's a high school teacher, a primary school teacher in Canada that has triple, double D titties and they're not allowed to fire on you. Like, this is fucking insane. Like, this is it's there's weird shit, right? But on the normal level... It was the first time that I'd seen something where it was like when I used to go to music festivals when I was younger, it was, you would go the big day out and there was like goths and bogans and there was not really that much in between. You know what I mean? That wasn't a spectrum. (laughs) That was two parties. So I remember you'd go and you'd go to watch like, I went to watch Offspring and, and Prodigy were playing and there was people with like spiky hair and fucking bull rings through their nose and stuff. And I was 14 and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like. But being watching Fred again, like how unifying that was with absolutely everyone that was there and the festival overall, I was just looking at people and there's like, there's just freaks everywhere, but not in a bad way. There's just people that are like, they've got their little groups and they're like dudes dressing like not completely in women's clothes, but like super effeminate and like, like dudes like my height, you know what I mean? And I was looking at it and I wasn't – there was nothing in my heart. There was nothing in me going, oh, what the fuck is this? It was like people were having a good time and it was universal. And it, And there was like, you know, jock-looking dudes, probably dudes that had been watching the UFC like I had in the morning. And then, you know, there's like hot sort of TikTok girls that you know are like super insecure and constantly trying to look hot. And I was like, you're just as rare as like – these weird like kind of freaky people everyone is just as you know there's 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 such a tiny amount of like ultra attractive people and then there's a certain amount of like other people on the spectrum but everyone was there and everyone was like just having a really good time and there was no negativity between anyone and i was like this is quite a nice moment Mm. and everyone's much like i'm 40 so i was like I was there voyeuristically. Like I was like watching, I was people watching. And I was like, this is very different to what it was even when I was going to music festivals in my early 20s. It's very, very different and it's not a bad thing. Like it's, I do feel like the majority of those people were going to work on Monday without like makeup and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it was it was just kind of cool. I was, It was just something, I wrote it down because it was like kind of took me, it kind of took me back a little bit. I That's like,
0: kind of like what I was saying when the the whole Fred again Skrillex mm. Fortet thing happened, and I said to you on here, I'm like, feels like there is something more to this than just like music, and uh, and it clearly is. It's almost like yeah, like you're saying, kind of bringing all different people together. It's very rare that you find a artist or a genre even, which is far more broader, that pretty much everyone just likes.
1: Mm. Dance music's good for that though. Like I remember we never went to music festivals. We went to like the big day out and then we went to Taste of Chaos and and all that sort of stuff. So it was all like the heavier music stuff. And then everyone that went to Summer Days and Good Vibrations and that, we were like, oh, they're fucking metros or they're, you know, jocks or they're whatever because we weren't that. We were like the ulti, alternative sort of crew. And then – we all started listening to Chromio.
0: Mm. Electro was a-
1: <laughs> Yeah, and it just kind of- And it was like, this is funny, but it's mm. also good. And it was like, I remember Delby being like, we should go to summer days. And we were like, yeah, let's go. Because we'd all hang out at Amplifier and stuff. A bunch of people who were into hardcore and suddenly started being into like cut copy and shit.
0: Well, even look at uh, Dorsia. as like a little microcosm of Well, this that. is
1: where it came from. Yeah. That's where that came like, from. So you got
0: the Moto guys in there, us and- all rocking out the bloody beetroots, yeah. you know, like. That. But this was
1: the precursor to that. Was mm. that we went to these? We went to this festival, and my brother, my brother was like a more, just a shorter fused version of me, and he was, he was pretty. The, at the time, it was pretty easy to kick off with people. It was pretty easy to get in fights when we, you know, you got to amplifier and you're on Murray Street. You come out and there'd be dudes that were going to like even Capital, and they'd be like, "You fucking emo," and then. Most of the ulti people were like, mm, leave me alone. And my brother would just beat people up. And we, so we were going into kind of the belly of the beast. Like Danny came with us and he had his full back tattooed. So it's you've seen it. Like it's like he was in the same, probably around about as far along as you are now. And he um, didn't have a shirt on and we were watching Chromeo, And these big kind of like, you know, shirts off. Steroided dudes. Metros. Yeah, came up. Like, and it was that was it was it we really did feel like enemy lines at the time. And they came up and they were like, Hey man, um your back tattoo is fucking incredible. Do you mind if I like look at it properly? And he's like He doesn't know what to do. And then this just keeps happening. And he's like, Man, everyone here is so fucking nice. And I was like, dude, everyone's on ecstasy. <laughs> and I think it was at that time that was that was a change at that time. It was like, you know, like everyone started getting into electro music and it was fun and it was happy. And so it was, it was, there was an entry point there because you were like, Oh, we're all just having a good time. It doesn't matter what you're into. Like, you can't really, you couldn't listen to Chromeo and be mad. Mm. It's like fancy football. work. <laughs> like, you'd just be having a fucking great time, and I feel like that's kind of what's happening now. Mm. I feel like it's that another movement of positivity. Which you, you did. You brought that up the other week, but that it, seeing it in action, I was like, "This is cool." I didn't see there wasn't a hint of a fight. I think because they've taken a lot of rap music off festivals and that, like that trap rap stuff. Like mm-hmm. you know, festivals I was involved in, you were seeing like. Rough groups of fucking crew coming up and just kicking off, you know. And it didn't. You couldn't watch Schoolboy Q and feel comfortable because you're like, this dude gonna fucking punch me because my girlfriend's hot. (laughs) But it's yeah, you got to embrace those times because they're short lived. And I feel like things are short lived more and more these days with the with the how much like trends fucking burn through. So it was cool to see. It was also cool to watch it from the perspective of someone that wasn't pretending that they were in a part of it. Like yeah. I was I was very much there going, I like Fred again. And you guys, I hope you're having a fucking good time. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Like,
0: uh, uh. It was a big weekend in Perth all around by the sounds. Also a big weekend globally as I think, what are we up to now? Like four unidentified flying objects shot down.
1: Oh, man, it's crazy. You've seen the ebbs and flows of my interest in this over the past few days because- yeah. When the UFC was on, I was messaging you and Tony, shouts young Tony. I know you're listening. Pay for the Patreon, bro. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They shot down the balloon, obviously. We spoke about it the other week. And then they started tracking one over Montana and then there was another one over Canada and then they started shooting them down. And they were like, the interesting thing about these ones was that they were detonating the missiles you watch the F-22 that takes out the, um, the balloon, the rocket goes straight through it. The ones that they shot down over Canada and over Montana detonated on impact, so they weren't balloons. Mm. And then, you know, I was following it up. I've, I've talked about it on here before because I've never been I'm, – I'm not a fucking kooky alien person, like, at all.
0: That's what every kooky alien yeah, person no, says, but okay.
1: <laughs> but I've been following the, you know, the David Fravor stuff. And when they started becoming really legitimate reports coming out about it, I was like, well – This is something like it's, it's obviously something, you know, like it might be kooky previously to be like flying saucers and stuff. I didn't give a shit about it. But as soon as they started releasing, you know, with the, with the COVID bill in the States, they somehow added into that, that they were going to fucking release information about UFOs. And then they did Mm. from what they were talking about on the news, they were using the same rhetoric. And I was like, this is pretty interesting. What's going on. But then I'm disheartened. I'm disheartened by the whole thing. Because I was, I, was, I was hyped, dude. I was talking to you guys about it. You can give a shit. Like, I was not getting the feedback that I required. I was like, dude, this is crazy, right? How is this not crazy to everyone? And then the Super Bowl was on Sunday. The largest single-watched sporting event in America every year. They do a press conference. It's live. And they allow reporters to ask, could this be extraterrestrial? And they say, we're not ruling it out. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. And then my mind started going back to when they started talking about this stuff. It was just after COVID and they were going, we don't know what these things are. They started releasing like various photos and footage and stuff. It's all the internet. It's literally been released by the Pentagon. So it's completely verified. And it was like, why are they doing this? This just seems like a weird thing to do. And then the story came out that the Biden administration blew up the Nord pipeline. And it was the next day that story came out. So they were like, Hey, idiots, aliens. And and then I was like, oh, now I'm a fucking – and so I just turned it off. I literally deleted Twitter. I was like, I'm so sick of being fucking lied to, dude. Like, that shit sucks so bad because they pique your interest with something, you read up about it. And don't get me wrong, like, there's 200 feet of absolute bullshit. Like, the the things that were trending the highest were, like, memes that people had made of Sam Smith flying through the air in his fucking butt plug suit. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, why, why is no one talking about the, the fucking train derailment? you seen the photos of that? Yeah. It's a proper fucking disaster. Then it's just like aliens, aliens, aliens. And I was like, this is bullshit. It really feels like this is bullshit. Like for them to put a fucking press conference on while everyone is watching the TV and go, it might be aliens. It's the same shit, dude. And I don't want to fucking like, it, you know me, like I'm not a fucking idiot. Topics like this make you sound like an idiot, but when Ghislaine Maxwell was in court, all that shit was meant to come out about who was on the island, about what was going on, and then they were like, we're going to suppress this whole fucking court thing. And then they were like, hey, you know that Johnny Depp's fucking wife shat in his bed, (laughs) and everyone was like, oh, really? It's just misdirection. They're just like, look at this fucking shiny thing. And the problem is, is, I still think that people are telling you the fucking truth in some sense, and I'm losing all hope of it, dude pisses me off. The pissed me off because of the alien thing because I was fucking psyched about it. I was very, very psyched about it. I was talking to you guys and you saw the fucking jam get taken out of my donut because I messaged you guys and I was like, it's bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit.
0: Yeah. Look, I think that my blanket position on it is basically whatever they say is not factual. So, just base your- This is just apathetic. Yeah, but just base your assumptions on it's not factual. So, you can then use that as a platform to derive your own opinions-
1: Yeah, but that's where you get kooky because you're like, everyone's fucking lying to you, man. It's like, I just- You're only kooky if you talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, this is (laughs) fucking true. What else are you going to talk about? But you know what I mean? It's like, you can't fucking- Like, all that stuff is just- It was getting released. It it all seems very legit. And then you you kind of- I I didn't get super invested in it, but I got invested in it enough where I was like, oh, this Tic Tac thing, that's pretty interesting- It's showing up again. It's showing up again. They've just shot two of them down. And then it's like, okay, and now they've shot three of them down. You're like, what
0: the fuck is going on? I think realistically, if it was in fact aliens or whether it was-
1: Can I just quickly- I know I've just been talking for ages. I never have said it was aliens and I've never thought it was aliens. Yeah, yeah. I said it's UFOs, which means it's just unidentified technology flying around and we don't know what it is. And I don't think that there's little green men. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think there's aliens, but I don't think these are aliens. I think that basically whatever they say is not factual, and if there was in fact aliens coming or potentially people from the future, we would not hear about it. There's no chance that they would release it because if it was in fact aliens and they were like, hey, guys, there are actual aliens and we don't know where they come from, and people believed it, it would be fucking pandemonium.
1: You know what? I've always thought that it would be pandemonium because we've grown up watching movies where it's pandemonium. And it's occurred to me after going through COVID and going through various different things and seeing what the true baseline of human- of humanity is, <laughs> it's like, eh. And yeah, the the go- people just the keep go- going. The
0: government jumps on. It's like, guys, there are aliens. And everyone's like, oh, we better stock up on masks dude, and not leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to be able
1: to buy toilet paper. That's what's going to fucking happen. If there's an alien, if, if, if aliens are in the fucking sky, people will get used to it immediately. People, we get used to everything. There'll dude. be
0: a chicken shortage.
1: Yeah. It'll be some <laughs> bullshit like that. Be like, oh, I can't buy a house because avocado prices went up. And all the, you know, it's that sort of shit. We will be fine. Yeah, 100%. people will adapt to absolutely anything. I thought that when COVID happened, I remember when I first, when I first got scared about COVID, I remember thinking, people are going to loot, riot, and turn on each other. This is going to be fucking nuts. And then they didn't. Pussies. <laughs> I was waiting. I had all my my axe, bro. What do you think the axe was about, dude? Reoccurring character in this story.
0: <laughs> I for one welcome the zombie apocalypse. I am ready.
1: <laughs> But, yeah, it's fucking pretty crazy, man. What else you got for me? (sighs) I was pretty deep on that. Like, that was something that I was – I had a good 24 hours. I literally deleted Twitter Mm because I was like – This is taking me down a road where I'm going to be a fuckhead.
0: And you're not known for any wild uh, corrections to your uh, personality. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Obviously not. I'm not the sort of person that takes hard (laughs) 90 degree turns. (laughs) Not the sort of person that would flush a whole bottle of Dexies down the toilet (laughs) because
0: he decides he doesn't want them anymore. Dude, I still don't want them. Still selling them like a grown fucking man.
1: You gotta make big fucking choices, bro. You gotta make big <laughs> bold choices. Uh. I wish that wasn't part of my personality. I think fortunately I don't get too I don't get too invested in things. Mm. I watch people do that. Like we spoke, we've spoken about the UFO stuff, but I was it's not like I was like I had like a fucking um, the X Files theme playing in my fucking car, you know what I mean? Yeah. Although that was a banger. <laughs> Remember, they made a techno remix fucking of that. What oath do I? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: It was fire. That being said, a um, a fucking, what's the, what do you, like when you get interrogated, a confession. Um, I had a weird crush back in the day on fucking Gillian Scully. On Scully. Yeah. I had a poster of her up in my room. And nice. Now I think about it. It's kind of like, it's kind of a weird one for a 12 year old to have. Why was I so into her? I don't even like redheads. You like
1: spooky women. <laughs> spooky you know what's crazy woman. is mm. that she has been and remains to be a lesbian. Is she really? Yeah, for the whole time. So, when- the What, in as the character? Or-
0: no, no. I mean, in, real life. In, in In reality.
1: Okay. And um, the tagline of that was always like, I want to believe. Mm. And you were 12 just jerking off to a poster of Gillian Anderson just being mm. like, I want to believe that you- like men. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe that this is something that could happen.
0: I actually never knew that. That's, um,
1: that's very interesting. <laughs> Are you saddened? No. What did I have? I had, the, I had the Danny Minogue calendar that was pretty hot. You know who I was into as well? Fucking Sporty Spice. Oh, the chavvy
0: one. Arguably the ugliest one of the troop.
1: Uh, she was Which, hardcore the ugliest <laughs> one.
0: I think it's because I held into Adidas Snap Pants.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about the choice you had of Spice Girls. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I thought everyone went for posh. Well, yeah. Or maybe scary because she was like a little bit wild. You
0: know what? I think I wasn't at that age clouded by society's like stereotypical hot woman. I was <clears> like, oh, she, she's like fit and into sports, and I hell like sports, she's perfect.
1: Yeah. You're like, I don't care about dental. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those can be fixed, bro. Have you seen it in Invisalign?
1: <laughs> have, you watched, have you watched the Pamela Anderson thing? Uh, no, I haven't watched it yet. No, don't I. I don't want to. I don't like seeing fallen idols, eh? Mm. I don't like the fact that I grew up looking at Pamela Anderson and just being like, God fucking damn it. Like, And then society just disposed of it. I feel the same when people send me Britney Spears things. Yeah. I've got a
0: a Pam Anderson story. Yeah, go on. So, you know
1: when you were growing up and
0: you had a household computer? There was no fucking personal devices. So, my dad got this um, email from one of his friends at work. And uh, it came through before like he'd gotten home, so I saw it. And my dad's friend obviously didn't get creative with the title because it was like Pam Anderson XXX. And I was like, well, let's del- delve into this, shall we? And I opened it, but stupid Josh didn't remember that when you open an email, it goes from that bold to that normal Oh, so the red, yeah, on the old, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. Tell on been, Windows ninety five, yeah, been
1: opened. <laughs> so I look at you. This didn't thing. know about the right click. Didn't? There probably wasn't even a right. There button wasn't at even the time. an
0: unread at that point. It was just you fucked. <laughs> I think there was a glitch where you could like click it and then press down like really quickly, so you could see what the body says <laughs> without it you actually. You think?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, not that I know about that, but um, yeah, I think I watched this video. Uh, or at least part of it, and was like, holy shit, there's a lot going on here.
1: With Tommy Lee. Yeah,
0: and then my dad came home, and he was like, wasn't specific about it from memory. Bear in mind, I probably would have been 12 or 13. He'd be like, did you uh, read any of my emails today? And I was like, no.
1: (laughs) Deny, deny till death.
0: No idea what you're talking about. And obviously, he wasn't in a position where, hey, I got some fucking pornography delivered to me today, and you watched it. Because he was probably trying to play it cool as well, so we both just knew each Mutually other knew destruction. Yeah, exactly. It's like I know that you know that I know that you that you know that I I
1: know that you. Yeah. And all it becomes is a look, exactly. you just look at each other. I had a weird one. My um, I went to, I went to England with my dad when I was twelve, and it was the first time I'd been back to England since I moved here when I was very young, and he took me on holiday. And then he took my brother on holiday like a couple of years later. And we stayed over in Hong Kong for a couple of days and went and explored and stuff. It was pretty cool. It was like, I think it was like 93, maybe or 90, 94. And um, the Hong Kong was still a British colony. And then on 2000, it got given back to China. And um, it was interesting to see the end of a colony so he was like it'd be pretty cool to to go and see that and see what's going on and it was but um we stayed in a hotel and i had some time to myself in the hotel and all of the you know when you're a kid like all that you really think is cool is the fact that if you're going trap like if you go on a plane you're like i'm gonna see movies before they're out of the cinema Mm -hmm. and you're like i'm gonna watch as many fucking movies as i can and then I'm going to eat sweets. Like, you know, they're going to give me a fucking toothbrush and a pair of socks. This is going to be mental. So I'm in the hotel. I'm like clicking the channels on the fucking TV, but it's all in Cantonese. And my dad's on out and I've managed to find my 12-year-old way to the uh, the porno channels. And little did I know that the Cantonese characters that were popping up that I was clicking through to try and get to the, the pixelated Vagina that was <laughs> that I seeked <laughs> was uh room charges, <laughs> so I didn't thought anything else more of it. And then when we went to check out of the hotel, they were arguing with my dad about charges to the uh to the room, and he was like, No, and I'm dying. I just remember being 12 and just dying. And unfortunately, he never brought it up with me, you know, like it was like we both knew what had happened. And he should have brought it up with me. He should have been like, yo, there's nothing wrong with what you did. You know, like giving me some sort of a talking to you like uh-huh. that. But I think instead like I like stored that as some shame because I like he's a young dude. He's probably, I don't know, he's probably like five years older than I am now or something. And he was just like, oh, I'm just going to let him off on this. Like I don't want to have this awkward conversation about jerking off with my son. Exactly.
0: Uh, time. I need this.
1: We are back. You know what's funny? What's funny? Homeless wisdom. Homeless wisdom. Talk to me. I went for a walk today. I went for a walk this afternoon because I was like, I'm going to just go for a cruise around in the city, try and buy some clothes. This is what happened. Boom. (laughs) I felt like I'd just been wearing black t-shirts on the podcast for ages and I was like, people really need to know I like Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Thanks, Cotton On. Um... (laughs) But I was walking through the city and there is – people are nuts. Mid-day, like, during the day in the city, people are nuts. Like, there is just people walking around talking to nobody and swearing at everybody and it's fucking crazy. But this dude came past me on a bike and he goes – I turned around because I thought he was potentially talking to me, but it turns out he was just talking to the ether. He was just riding slowly on his bike and he was like, do you ever think about the fact that the – Devil spelled backwards, he's lived. And the God spelled backwards, he's dog. You ever wonder why? And he just kept going. And I was like, you just blow my fucking mind. <laughs> I was like, you know, what? I've never thought about that ever. And now I am and I, I don't know what to say.
0: I still don't see how that <laughs> has any relevance at all. But thank you for uh, the understanding of what is it? Anagrams,
1: yeah. Homeless <laughs> wisdom. Maybe I, that. Maybe that dude's got it figured out. Because I certainly don't understand. He sounded like he knew the answers, but he was continuing on his way. I was like, "What does it mean?" <laughs> Should
0: have been like, "Shit, fucking Anna backwards is fucking Anna." Explain that one, bro. True. Fucking weird homeless man. Lana. Lana. It's anal. <laughs> <laughs> what about Luna Park? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Have
1: you never No, no, nah, nah, I've never heard Shit. that.
0: I swear that's like a fucking year six. Do you know what your
1: name is? I know I'm Tox Rollum. Tox Rollum. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. I figured everyone just knew theirs. Yours would suck because it would be uh, like, I you. Yeah, yeah. I you. Sounds like playing a
0: record backwards. Tox Rollum yarg is is good sick. though.
1: Yarg. Yarg.
0: Yeah, but it's not Yarg, is it? It's Urag. Y- y- oh, no, it is no, Yarg. No, it's yarg. yarg. It is
1: Yarg. I like Yarg. <laughs> Sound like someone from fucking Star Trek, bro. Talks Roland and Yarg. I'm glad that they didn't come up as options to name this podcast. God, we had some <laughs> fucking shockers. I can't remember what they were.
0: I wish we had that uh, that thread still because that would be amazing to have right now. It exists.
1: Now. It's yeah. somewhere. I don't know where. We've done well. We've done well with the club, Good to name especially now that we're popping off on the fucking YouTubes. Man. Everyone get on the YouTubes. I've been spending a... Hideous amount of time making fucking thumbnails today, um, which have been actually been quite fun. We have picked up
0: quite a few subscribers after that Craig Jones podcast released. I think we're up like 60 subscribers now just off the back of that. which is Dude, fantastic.
1: and if any of those new subscribers are listening, they're like – what the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> like, I thought this was going to be about jiu-jitsu.
0: Patreon.com forward slash club good. That should help work that it out for you,
1: champ. Help you all out. <laughs> Shouts to our 12 Patreons standing strong. I know. Still I fucking lost one. It's still, an army. It's a small killer. army, but it's fucking, it's a strong one.
0: We're building a cult, you know, for when the UAPs and the UFOs and the aliens and the fucking blue fucking lefties come round for us, we will stand together strong. We will.
1: Potentially, all of those people were in the same place at the same time.
0: Oh, I do have something to talk about. Did you see the other day there was an underground firearms bunker discovered in suburban Perth? Oh, really? Yes. I believe the guy's name is Dave Letizia or something similar, ex-boxer. In, uh, he lives in Perth. I think it was in High Wickham, from memory. Mm-hmm. They posted it on the fucking, on Perth Now, right? You go in. Reputable. Yeah, reputable. There is a fucking lever that you pull, and a hydraulic arm lifts the entire couch that is bolted to the floor up off the floor at like a fucking 90 degree angle, and there's stairs that go down. He's built a bunker underneath, and it was full of like a thousand firearms. He had a 50. A 50 cal, like anti tank sniper rifle that you would see on fucking American Sniper in there. All the ammo. He had a gun bench to do like mods and shit on. He had a firing range
1: in there underground.
0: Imagine the entrance to like a pizza oven. You know how it's like yeah, a little yeah. semicircle? And he had a pulley system with targets that he could push back and shoot guns. Under his own house. Who who is this guy? An ex-boxer. I think his name is Dave Letizia. I better check that because I can't speak. can't speak fucking throwing out weird names. Uh, I know it was Letizia for sure. Letizia, Perth, guns. Yeah, Dave the Iceman Letizia. House found in Perth after police tip-off. So they've confiscated all of his weapons giving him a fine, which was only 3200 bucks, which is actually pretty crazy considering
1: what he had in there. Yeah, well, I think you're allowed to have a bunker, but it's probably what you have in it. And to be honest with you, dude, that's got to be pretty close to the best-case scenario of what to find in a bunker, right? Like if, they, if you True. pulled that thing, you'd be like, oh, my How God, there's going to be here? fucking bodies in here. But it's just a gun enthusiast. This is not.
0: So as a result, and I don't know whether it's a result of this or whether it's been on the cook for a while, but the WA government is currently undergoing more gun reforms and in fact they have outlawed or planning to outlaw at least 15 different types of calibers 300 lapua magnum um you know the 50 bmgs a whole bunch of like high power calibers have now been outlawed in western australia or are about to be so
1: i always thought that we just pretty much outlawed all of it right like it was like i mean you need to go through a stringent thing to get a gun license which is obviously a huge pain in the ass for
0: some yes for others no like i've got friends who have got um adler shotguns and the government tried to stop these adler shotguns coming in because they're lever action Mm. and if you get slick with it you can bang 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 it's like a semi-automatic shotgun essentially which is highly illegal but because the action was lever action it got through and if you have a property letter, so if someone writes in for you and says, yes, I know Josh, he comes to shoot on my property, uh, I endorse him for this, you can basically get a gun in weeks. Mm. For me, I went and got my 9 mil handgun semi-automatic license, so that took years. But um, if you just want a rifle, you can go out and get it. And you know, the sort of rifles you can get, 300 winmag that's essentially a 5.56 round. So 5.56 is what you would find in ar fifteen except that in our thing, they're usually attached to like more of a snipery kind of rifle, long barrel scope. Speedway rifle. Five or six uh, capacity in the mag, um, and that's it. Um, but they still use a serious uh, like shell cartridge. Um, and then you get like 7.62, which I think is 3-3 three, three something. Um, it's like a bigger one, which is still legal, but the, the Lapua's – are mainly used by guys who do long-distance shooting. So, if you're shooting out past a kilometre, you want a very, very well-put-together um, bullet. Uh, and those things are, like, very expensive. You're talking, like, 2 $3 in some cases per shot. But all of that shit's now been outlawed.
1: Mm, I think, I mean, like, I'm down with them not allowing automatic weapons and stuff like that. I think it's just, like, how many people you can kill before you have to reload that's the, the issue. Because you don't want to see fucking school shootings and dumb shit happening here yeah. like it's so it's better that we don't have like ars and stuff like that but i mean as far as gun problems going perth i certainly am not hearing and i've lived here for a long time i'm not hearing no and there's a reason too for much that. Issue, and i'm a
0: big advocate for the gun laws here i don't mm. think anyone needs a 50 cal
1: yeah, s- a I think the way rifle. it's, it's set up now seems to be okay i don't yeah. think there's that many people upset except no. for the X boxes in High weekend
0: The thing that does uh that does great me though is like some of those calibers listed are used by general uh, genuine enthusiasts for like long range competition shooting and shit like that. But a lot of these guys are making their own cartridges as well, like at home. So I don't know. It it just goes to show though, like, you know, they can take it away pretty quickly.
1: What's going on with Bro? Why has he got that why has he got the guns? Just an enthusiast, Mob-tized. I believe. You're pretty enthusiastic if you fucking modified your apartment, you're like, oh man, I can't can't move that couch. Like I can't rearrange this oh, this house.
0: Yeah, well, he's an ex professional boxer and boxing promoter, so maybe it's part of the image. CTE maybe potentially. He's just collected these guns over a long time and doesn't want really to give them up.
1: Yeah. And how did they come across finding them? I suppose hey, if you're shooting tip off. under tip off. Yeah, if you're shooting downstairs, you probably had a neighbor around and was like, Yo, check this yeah. out and then he pissed him off or something. Yeah. And the guy's just like all around on you.
0: Yeah. But it's pretty crazy. Like have a look at the video later. He literally pulls the thing and the whole fucking thing lifts off the ground. It's crazy. That's nuts. Crazy. And like it's well it's well put together. It's not yeah. like he's not carved it out of like dirt and shit. Like it's it's someone's professionally come in there and built that for him.
1: That's terrifying because if you were the contractor to do that, like I've watched a bunch of various videos on on different serial killers and stuff and like a few of them have tried to build like, extra hidden rooms under their houses and stuff and the contractors like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, you know, how would we make this soundproof in case I wanted to listen to music really loud? Just in case. Yeah. It's nuts. That's definitely where you'd be asking some questions. The, um, I bumped into, hang on, I'm trying to think if I've got anything else to say about guns. I don't really have much gun knowledge. Thirty-two hundred dollars, though.
0: Thirty-two hundred dollar fine.
1: Do um, they take it? did they take? Did he have guns that were banned?
0: Uh yes.
1: Okay, so they took that that shit off him. I mean, there's gun stores here. There's one next to Wine's a while. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Well, if if his guns were illegal, then that's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you if you just had, I mean, I'm just, I'm sure it's fine to have a. A cool little thing where, you, you know, you move the, a certain, certain um, what's it called? Edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica and your fucking,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> everything spins around. Yeah, so I was at Fred again the other day and this kid comes walking past and he looks at me and he kind of changes his trajectory and comes straight towards me and he's like, hey, Hey man, and I was like, Hey man, um, I'm Scott, and I like shook his hand. He's like, Yeah, I know. He's like, I'm Mark, and I was like, It's nice to meet you, man. And he's like, I fucking love the podcast, and I was like, That's that's fucking sick, dude. Thank you. And he goes, I took your advice, and I like, I was like, Oh, that's scary to be honest. With. Yeah, I was, I was like, Oh, you, I know. And then, yeah, he's like, Oh, I'm Ash's brother, and. I booked my ticket. I'm going fucking traveling. Fuck yeah! Man. And I was like, dude, I'm so glad you told me that. Like, it was awesome. It was so fucking cool. And he's like, yeah, I can't wait. Like, he's fully, he's fully off. Yeah, he's, his he's whole ready thing was roll. like, should
0: I go uni, finish my degree, or should I go traveling?
1: Yeah, we're like,
0: fuck uni, bro, <laughs> dude.
1: And he's doing it, and That's he's sick. he's off. So, shouts to you, Mark. I fucking Keep us, keep us posted on what's going on, man. I hope you have a good time. Yeah, send us some photos, man.
0: And uh, don't get arrested.
1: Get arrested. It's fine. Well,
0: yeah, somewhere you can pay a bribe.
1: Yeah. Don't openly do cocaine. Or not openly also. True. Throw the bag away. Or lick it. And then throw and it then away. And then throw it Yeah, away. just make yeah, sure that okay. the bag is gone. Yeah. The only two people I don't know that have been properly banged up abroad have both been... Bag related. <laughs> <laughs> bag related. It's problematic.
0: Yeah, it's very dangerous. You got to watch out.
1: What else has been going on in the world?
0: Um, Honestly, man, uh, my brain is at probably 4% function.
1: Because um, you've been tattoo tattooing all day. Well, that, yeah,
0: and coupled with the weekend that I had. Um, yeah, I got choked very unconscious.
1: It can't be good for you. I mean, I know it's not. I, I always hear Jiu-Jitsu bros being like, it's, for, it's not bad, it's fine. But it still looks like it's probably not good for you.
0: It does. And um, my dad rang me the other night and uh, he was being weird. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And he basi- it came out that essentially my mum had seen the video on Instagram and- didn't feel confident enough to approach me about it to tell me to stop doing shit like that. So she's asked my dad to tell me or ask me. And I'm like, I was mad. I was like, first off, I'm a grown-ass fucking man. If I want to get choked unconscious and dropped on my head, I damn well will. But now looking back on it, I think that was not the right reaction. It probably did look quite confronting for her seeing her son dropped on
1: his fucking head. Yeah, it would be very confronting for her. <laughs>
0: but rest assured, I'm a grown man. I know what I'm doing. I've never been choked out before. And it's it's it could happen in training, you know. And you see how fucking fast it happens? Four <laughs> seconds, five seconds maybe. If you're like, oh, no, I don't think he's got it. Uh, I'm out.
1: Yeah, your It hands can drop.
0: It can happen so quick. And if you're going to get choked out by anyone, it may as well be Craig Jones.
1: This is true. This is very true.
0: And I do have his hat. Yes. So, look, I don't know. (laughs) You don't know how that happened. I don't
1: know how I came to have it. (laughs) It looks like pity.
0: (laughs) All all I know is my brand new Fragment Oakley Colab frog skins are gone. And my Pina Colada Boys Street X hat that I really liked has also gone. And I did have that hat on when I got choked out. So, I'm figuring... There was either a swap between myself and Craig or I've just lost those and stolen his on the way out. Either way, I'm going to say I stole it.
1: I've not seen that hat before, so, I mean, it's the rarity is a good thing.
0: Exactly. So... Fuck you, Craig. Gonna have to come pry it out of my cold, dead hands all the way back in Perth, Australia. If you did get it back off me, although he's going, he would really easily ni- do such a. Seen. thing. <laughs> he's got my really nice fragment, Sunnies, though. So I think it's a fair trade at the end of the day.
1: Did you see? Um, obviously, because KSI and Logan Paul were here. Mm. Did you see that they were trying to do launches for because they're selling um, they're selling Prime everywhere now? Yeah. And they were like, we're going um, <laughs> yes. to be at Midvale.
0: We're going to be at
1: Midvale Woolworths.
0: Swiftly cancelled. <laughs> I don't think they quite realised where Midvale
1: was. No, nah, I don't even know where Midvale yeah, is. Yeah, the only
0: reason I know is because a thing called Midvale Speed Drome where they used to like race push bikes, you know, where they go up on the wall and like go sideways.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like the, like a velodrome sort of velodrome, thing. Velodrome, yeah.
0: yeah, there's one of those there. And they also do car events out there, but that's the only reason I knew. It's in the arsehole of nowhere. It's like near 2J, I'm pretty sure, or out that
1: way. He also said something hilarious because I watched one of the reels or something, and he was like, um, doing like a you know selfie. Yeah, what's up? Like we're here, and they because they switched it. Then they were going to do it at RAC, um, just like a meet and greet, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "We're out here at Rack Arena," <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, you, you are." are. <laughs> <laughs> the sniffly noses were heard from yeah. the air to fucking Gosnells. For real.
0: Oh, I do want to bring something up. And now that... You Actually,
1: know- I just want to grab that last shot. Sure. Can you get it for me yeah, so yeah. I don't need to? Please start with that message again. No, nah, it's not going on. <laughs> no, nah, what, what? but we don't need to tell who it was.
0: Uh, yeah, but they might hear it and I don't want them to like think that I'm fucking airing dirty laundry. So mm,
1: Fucking stories I have about Heart, shitting myself right. on this podcast, bro. <laughs> and you'll hear fucking... Holding out on me? Holding out on the listeners? You can never, ever trump
0: me and my stories because I have literally admitted to being an international felon on this podcast.
1: Bro, everyone knew that. Every Perth now fucking reader knew that anyway.
0: Yeah, look, semantics. Here we are.
1: That's not what semantics is. (laughs) 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 Don't you try and throw words at me, bitch.
0: That would be optics, my friend. (laughs) You know, full well I knew that it wasn't semantics when I said it anyway. Um, I have something to correct. So now that we have a lot more international listeners after our illustrious podcast with the great Craig Jones, Americans need to know we don't do fucking shoeys, bro. That is not normal. I have lived in this country for the majority of my life. I have never done a shoeie. I don't even think I have any friends that have done a shoey. Where did this come from? And I'm not saying it needs to stop because whatever floats your boat floats your boat. But I'm sick and tired of hearing commentators like they were in the UFC going, oh, it's an Australian thing. It's fucking Yeah, not. as if
1: we go to fucking dinner and just take our shoe off and yes. drink from it. I have never done a shoey. I've seen it done pretty heavily. There was like a couple of generations before me that kind of uh, – sorry, yeah, like we go to music festivals and stuff where kids would be getting smashed and be like, yeah, do a fucking shoey," And I was like, retards. <laughs> But now they're UFC fighters. (laughs) It's a funny thing because it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely like become synonymous with Australia through that. And it's just another one of those things where they're like, do you guys like have pet kangaroos and do shoeys all the time? It's Mm. like, yes, yes, that's what we do. Yeah. The other one is now that people think that um, we're a full police state.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Because we put that stuff up because I was saying some, I got some things wrong on the fucking other pod. What a shock. Yeah, it's like... Apparently, um, Illinois, Chicago, the city in Illinois, obviously, um, isn't open carry, but you can get a concealed carry license. Semantics. (laughs) 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 And I'd said something about that and they were like, man, these Australians, it's so funny how they think this about, like, that they're not worried about the police there when it's an absolute police state. It's like... You seeing the irony in what you're saying? Like, mm. like we're saying shit that we don't know about you, and you're just coming back with shit you don't know yeah. about us. It's like this wasn't a police state; it was pretty fucking chill. <laughs> you couldn't get out or in, but if you weren't that bothered, you life still moved do on.
0: Heaps of cocaine at home in exactly. isolation, which is and what
1: everyone did. Don't don't get me wrong, my Mel- Melbourne brethren. I know you guys had it fucking tough, but that wasn't the country on a whole. No, and it sucked. It sucked that that happened to you, but. It's not like, I don't think that, certainly not in WA, we don't have like a deep distrust for the police. Although, I think they are definitely cracking down on people that have guns and bonkers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, was he upset about COVID? <laughs>
0: That's very true.
1: You'd be shitting at getting that call, man, as a cop. It's like, hey, we we think there's a guy with the in high weekend with a bunker full of guns, and you're like, this is ringing some fucking bells. Mm, mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you'd feel about that.
1: You'd be like, finally, we get to use this SWAT truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank God.
0: I wonder how much those things costs. Cost fucking bear cats. So expensive.
1: Oh, dude, I can't even imagine you seen those – is it F350s?
0: I think F150 is the big
1: one. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, they've got them I, – I saw them when I was in America and they've got – I think they've got fucking six wheels.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I actually don't know. That's a complete lie. The 350s might be the big ones. But there is – it's like a six by six instead of a four by four. They actually do a G-Wagon six by six. Drake has one.
1: Yeah, that's just over the top. They made that for Drake. Completely ridiculous. <laughs>
0: absolutely ridiculous
1: uh to go back on the thing that we can't keep in the pod from before where you got a text message from someone that clearly wasn't meant for you that yes. was hilarious that you're yeah. holding back on telling everyone about because she might listen to it which would make you a good person
0: all right you want me to read the fucking message no nah, i'm not gonna make you do it no though. i'm gonna do it now because you've called me out
1: <laughs> please do it's awesome
0: this message said, "You lot can't complain. You're all in relationships. You've got dick on tap, gagging for it. But me and my stupid values. Someone up above was taking the piss, man."
1: <laughs> Receiving a text message that isn't meant for you is the best thing, that man.
0: Poor girl. Imagine sending that. I was just saying, like, I couldn't even imagine sending something way less risque than that to someone and uh, and fucking it up.
1: Man, I I recovered from one once. Yeah. Yeah, this was hideously bad.
0: Oh, how tell me because how do you recover?
1: Okay, so I've had this before. I was talking to a friend of mine in Melbourne that was a guy and I was talking to a girl at the same time on MSN Messenger. So two different chats going at the same time simultaneously. Now, the girl I was chatting with was really good friends with a girl that I had had a sort of minor relationship with. Like we were kind of seeing each other for a bit but it didn't work out and she moved away. So I'm talking to this girl and it's a little bit sketchy that we're talking, but it's like, it's, it's not too fucking bad. You know what I mean? So we're kind of feeling it out, but it's not gone. At this point, we're just bantering with each other. So I'm having this conversation with her and that I just I just skated home from, um, from a pizza place with a pizza. And I was saying that everyone was looking at me, hoping I'd fall off. And I was telling her a story about how I fell off in front of a bunch of people once before and it was really embarrassing and everyone was laughing at me. At the same time, I'm talking to my friend, my guy friend in Melbourne and we're talking like early 20s guys guys do. We're like, oh, yeah, like I slept with this girl and it was funny because of this and that and we're having conversations. Now, unfortunately, me and my friend in Melbourne happened to be talking about – well, he he knew the girl that I had had the minor relationship with and I've said, I'm talking to him and he's like, yeah, this happened and this happened. And I was like, that's nothing. When I was sleeping with ex girl, she did this very weird thing. Unfortunately, what's happened is while we're having this conversation, I have told the skateboarding story. The girl has messaged me back going, oh, my God, that's hilarious. At the same time, my friend in Melbourne has kind of said a similar thing. And then I have messaged the that's nothing. When I slept with girl X, she did i I've sent it to the fucking girl's friend. Oh, no. Which is... One of the few moments in your life where your eyeballs shake inside, you know, where you realize <laughs> yeah. you've done something yeah. and you're like, I'm totally fucked here. If you could
0: press eject on the earth at that point, yeah. you would.
1: For me, I'm like, I would hope that I'd get killed by like- Yeah, a passing truck or something. Yeah, yeah. A, a sniper just happened to pick me off at that moment. I'd be like, ah, thank you. <laughs> sweet, great, sweet relief. <laughs> the, the great goodbye. And- um. So imagine having, a, imagine having a conversation with a girl where she's like, oh, yeah, like I'm telling her about falling off a skateboard and she's like, that's hilarious. By I'm the like, way, your friend's are oh I'm <laughs> like, you think that's hilarious? Look, this is what your friend did. <laughs> and she's just like, you know, there's the triple dots for a while or whatever it was with MSN Messenger and she's like, that's pretty weird. And I was like, I just had to double down and just be like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> she's fucking crazy. <laughs> and then that had opened up the conversation to like, Sex. Mm. So it actually worked in your favor. It completely worked in my favor. But it was a very awful situation. Yeah. And I managed to just kind of navigate the waters out of it quite well.
0: Can we get some clarity on what girl X did that you found so interesting?
1: She spoke like a. Really? Yeah, it was very weird. Like during. During, yeah. I can't keep that in the pod, but she. Yeah. So if she you was go to like. Patreon. Yeah, she spoke like a.
0: Like, can I get an example?
1: She was like. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) She's like. (laughs) And I was like, this is not a turn on. (laughs) It was fucked.
0: That's more than I had hoped for.
1: Yeah, for real. (laughs) But yeah, that was, I mean, that was messed up. But then it was messed up. that I mean, I even think like telling that story, thinking about it, like it's messed up that I was telling someone else that. I knew her as well. And I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. I was like, oh, this is just good blokes having a fucking chat. It's like, Ugh, that's a fucking shitty thing to do. Yeah. You know what I've never done though? And I swear to God, I've never done this. I've never fucking showed nudes. Mm. Like if I've been sent nudes, that shit's in a fucking box. Like it's 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 a lock box. Like I've never fucking, I've never shared that shit. Mm. Like that's a wrong fucking thing to do.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's like some fucking...
0: That's, that's bad. I think once you break that trust, I think it's like a...
1: But, fortu- the, but fortunately thing. for me, I think that those things only existed when I was... Ma- that that sort of <laughs> technology was only really about when I was mature enough to, to deal have with made it. that fucking yeah. decision. You know what I when mean? When you're 20. Dude, you so if I was like 16, I'd just yeah. be like... Whoa! <laughs> oh, Toots! Yeah, for real. <laughs> Can you imagine how... That's, good. that's happening now. That's not. You know what? The nude sending has actually
0: decreased exponentially for me. I don't think I've received a good nude since like 2020.
1: I feel bad for you, son. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm not out here talking to girls, really, to be honest. So that's probably half my issue. You're out. I
1: mean, you're You're not talking to girls. You're not, you're, you seem to. Not really, know. eh? Not really. What do you do? You just meet girls and just bars? jack off mainly. <laughs> it's sad. It's getting sadder.
0: <laughs> nah. Um. Yeah. I think the last one, maybe it's like built up uh, PTSD from Japan because the last one I got got shown in court. So, yeah, true. Actually, has there might have been one after that? There might have been one. There's, there's actually, yeah, I had a girlfriend. I love it. Man. There's definitely been yeah. one after that.
1: Sorry. I really like that the start of like seeing someone that that, that, that shit is just like, yeah. It's on- you know what I was thinking about this the other day? Like, I think that the biology of, of people... I was explaining this to a friend of mine the other day. You know when you meet someone and you start seeing them and you just... All you do is fuck. hmm And that's... It's across the board, right? Like, you start seeing someone, you sleep together, and then it's just like... You bo- you're just rabid fucking animals for at least a few weeks. And I feel like that biologically that's like both of your bodies being like, make fucking children. Mm. And you're taking the piss by just nutting off. <laughs> 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 and God is just going, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> Millions of years of evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of children. <laughs> you can't even get it right. <gasps> and then, um, yeah, and then long-term relationships – this is a controversial point, and I don't completely stand by it, but I do think that there is something here. I think that you you are so like you consume each other so much, and that's that period where where nature is going. Yo, have a fucking child. Have a child. This is what's meant to happen. And then when people do, people don't do that. They stay together for a few years, and they make sure that the fucking, you know. Make sure that you don't have like a basement full of guns in your fucking house. And then they go, maybe, you know, we should have children and you start having those discussions. And that's where I think potentially long-term relationships without children are quite rare because I think people have children and then they f- they see how much they-, they create something and they both love it so intently that they almost like respect the other person for how much they love the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, look, you really, you're really, you really fucking here for, for this thing that we've built. And I respect that because I love that so much as well. And I think that that's where it's like when relationships get a bit tired and stuff, like in a good relationship potentially, they're like, oh, I see, like I, I really appreciate a whole different side of you now that I didn't know that I would before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I also wouldn't know because I'm a fucking 38. How old am I? Am I 39? No, you're 38. I'm 38. I'm a 38-year-old
1: spastic. You're a child. Spastic. child. Spastic. Spastic's a new one. I'm a spastic <laughs> child.
0: It's fine when you call yourself one, I think. Yeah. I don't know that you can just call people spastic. No, I don't think you should. You call yourself spastic. I think that's okay. I'll be f- f- fine to be corrected. I'm sure.
1: One. Do you reckon you're going to get... Where do you see it going? No.
0: My dad actually fucking... I'm kind of pissed off with him because he sent me a message the other day. I think he was drunk and feeling emotional, and he's like, "Look, in all probability, I know you're probably not going to have a son, so you won't know like just how proud I am of you." Like it was a nice thing that oh, he was saying, nice. but on the front end of it, it's like, "Look, I know you're probably not going to have kids." I'm like, "Hey, yeah, don't yeah. count me out." Don't
1: start. Don't don't start it like that.
0: I might fire some errant rounds in my travels. Don't discount the
1: fact. I've done it before. It could happen again. Do you think that you would intentionally do no. it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No, that's, that's, that's a
0: lie. Uh, that's for comedic effect. Um, <laughs> look, as, as I sit here right now, no, there's certainly no, no chance of me um, putting one into a uh,
1: female on purpose. Yeah. You've got to make that decision.
0: You never know. It can change. You,
1: you need to make that decision if you want that to, like for the most part. I don't people think decide. I don't
0: think so. I completely disagree with that. Okay. I do, I used to rene- uh, like push back on an old girlfriend I had cuz she was always like, "Okay, by the time I'm 25 I want to be married. By the time I'm 30 I'm going to have kids cuz I don't want to be an old parent." It's like I don't believe in putting constraints around it like that. It's like I'll have a child if my circumstances dictate that that's a fucking good thing to do. Mm. Like it's something that I would like, but it's not something that I'm chasing because I think when you chase it, like anything, you just make bad decisions. And I don't think necessarily there's so much a stigma around, especially for men. Women, I understand, very different with your biological, you know, makeups and whatnot. But I could put a baby and a girl at sixty.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you do when you think about it from being a dad, from from like I i i think like i think about this and i'm like i think i would like to be a dad but i don't see a pathway to it at the moment which is fine it's just like completely reasonable thing but it's like you're gonna you're gonna be an old dad yeah it's like even at the best case scenario well not best case scenario but the scenario of me having a child very soon is that i'm gonna be 61 at the 21st which isn't too bad because i'm 40 and i'm I'm sure what I thought forty would be when I was twenty is the same way that I what I think sixty will be when I'm forty. So it's like I'm probably still going to have a clue, mm. cool dad. Mm. But you do need to kind of make like it would have been cool to fucking kick the football around. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so that ball.
0: that is the rhetoric that gets drilled into us, and I think it's horseshit. I mean, I look at my dad now. He's nearly 70, and he can still fucking throw a ball. He can still kick a ball. He might suck at football, because mm. he does, but he could still do it. I think that you yeah, this- wouldn't
1: respect him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think this old dad shit is just some old hat garbage rhetoric that we've just been picking up over the years. I completely put that to one side. I, I reject all of that. It's like, have it when it's right for you, and if it's not, don't. But don't feel pressured to one way or the other. Don't say, oh, I'm going to be an old dad because that's, that's completely
1: horseshit. You're only as old as the woman you're feeling. We all know that. Yeah, but, I mean, then you also have a lot of <laughs> death. <be> <laughs> you have death on its way. You know what I mean? Like, it's like.
0: Do you, though? Because I think that we're in my next phase of this is I think we're all living fucking. I'm definitely going to 100.
1: I want you to and I hope you fucking have a good time. But at the same time, it's like, I don't. I don't think that. Like I'm gonna have I
0: fucking I, Elon Neuralink, I'm gonna have fucking internet coming through my eyeballs. It's bro, you odd.
1: can't get your eye connected before six weeks. Like, there's no fucking way that shit is gonna happen that quickly. Yeah,
0: but in fucking the year 2000, ten years before that, there wasn't the internet. True. The rate of change of shit. We're gonna be fucking half bionic cyborgs by fucking 2050.
1: No, you're the same dude that was saying in the 80s we were gonna be fucking hoverboards and flying cars in the in the year 2000. And we're not far off, bro. Have it's, you seen Yeah, but them? we're 20 years past it. 23 yeah, look, years past it. Their plotting wasn't that good. but we've You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? We're going to get to 60, 65, mm-hmm. 70. You know, those fucking freckles that, that end up on everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything looks like balls. Uh huh. <laughs> like you're fucking. <laughs> Slightly saggy. Arms, yeah. And then there's just like weird toad like freckles. Uh-huh. And they're going to go, hey guys, everyone can live forever. And you're going to be like, fuck. Yeah. You're like, We can't turn it back but you but can be, you like be a horrible old, old toad for forever, and you'll just yeah. be like, "I'll take death, yeah, I'll take death.
0: I'm actually waiting for the first round of um divorces from all of the girls that were really hot
1: oh bro i I'm I'm, there. I'm I'm there I, I'm ahead of it. I'm only two yeah, years yeah, ahead of you, but yeah, yeah like i like I've been to weddings that people are divorced now,
0: yeah, and you know why I think especially if they have kids of their own, generally they won't they won't want another, so I won't have to pay for one of my own, but I can, like, look after the ones that they already have in Mm. some way, shape, or form. And you know that they're at least responsible enough to have raised children to a point where they can fend for themselves. So, they've obviously got their head screwed on right.
1: Yeah, but you have to.
0: Yeah, you have to.
1: Yeah. It's not like- But you don't forget that skill.
0: That becomes ingrained in you because you've had to do it for, like, 12 years.
1: Yeah, true. I got all respect. I know quite a few people that have kids, and I'm like, Man, respect to you. Like you're doing. Like that's a thing that you do that we don't have in common. You know what I mean? But it's like I don't know, dude. Like I know that I've said this before. Like I love my cat so much. Like that. That most of what I say to him is really lame. Like I'm just like, bro, I fucking love you. Like this little hilarious being and I know that there's people out there that aren't cat people and they're never going to know what that is and I'm like that's crazy and I've never had a dog so I want to have a dog at some point because I know that there is like a genuine feeling of genuine love like I'm not talking like reality show bullshit like genuine love where you're like holy shit I feel so much for you and like I know that people have it with dogs and like to rob yourself of that seems like a, a a weird thing to do, like to not have that human fucking experience. And well, well, well beyond that is having a child. And I think that there's been like negative correlation with the, with the child thing because it's very fucking hard because you really need to give, not only give yourself to the process of raising a child, but also bind yourself to... Someone else whose child it is as well, mm. and it's fucking tough because relationships are fucking tough. And I think coming from like a broken home, which I think me and you came from relatively similar ones that broke down. I mean, my parents split up when I was twelve. I've always been like, I really want to fucking make sure, which is an unfair. Um, it's it's an unfair set of rules to put around it because I don't think that anyone that has kids is like, I'm definitely going to be with this person forever. I think they're like, I'm 52% sure that I'm going to be with <laughs> this person for uh, like a while, you know. It's definitely an outlier when
0: you find out that they've been together since day dot.
1: Yeah. And then also the side of like you see relationships that have worked in in the long term, the, the ones that, you know, well, celebrities, for example, which would be, you know, probably easier because you've got a fucking shit ton of money and probably harder mm-hmm. because you have scrutiny of the masses. But- People are always like, look at David and Victoria Beckham. And it's like, yeah, David fucked a housemate. And then publicly that had to come out and Posh had to be like, I'm staying. That would be insanely fucking hard. Like, can you imagine like being cheated on physically where someone that you love has had sex with someone else Mm. more than once? And you're like, if I stay, I'm a fucking idiot and all that sort of shit. And then it's like on the cover of every newspaper in the world, you'd be like, oh, my fucking God. So, like, even the people that we look up to is like that shit, it's, it's, it's a rocky fucking mm. road.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just here hoping that um, Megan Fox hears this because I just heard she's recently single. MGK cheated on her apparently. So, you know, that old adage for every gorgeous person, male or female, there's someone out there that's sick and tired
1: of their shit. Yeah, for real. And that's the way that it fucking is. I think that there needs to be, I think you need to have a certain, I don't know, you know, like if you were both into, really into like one thing, if you were both like avid Man United fans and you were like, we just love this so much and we go to all the games and we wear fucking scarves and do all that bullshit, you'd be like, oh, we have this real common interest. I think you need to be like, that common interest needs to be like a child. It's like I, we want to do this, but then you fuck the kid up by being mm. like fucking. What do they call them? Like helicopter parents? Yeah, or- that's
0: the glue holding their shitty relationship together. Yeah. Maybe just need to just adopt. Maybe you and I should just be dads.
1: I reckon we could. Oh, we could get. We could just get one that's like twelve. Yeah, and he could produce the pot, and like- we could teach him how to make reels.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's such a good idea.
1: That'd be pretty cool. Everyone wants to be a YouTuber.
0: Exactly. He can literally- We could make
1: time. him into a YouTuber with two dads. And everyone would be like, have you seen the you know, game reviews that that kid with two dads does? Dude, that would be so brave. I think it would be very brave.
0: Brave and strong also.
1: We should look it up. Is there a website? <laughs> I hear the Russians are going cheap. <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: Where are we at? I hope you guys all enjoyed that. We're both feeling very flat. I had a really terrible we- I had a great weekend. That's why I have no brain capacity. And I got tattooed for fucking five and a half hours today. So I
1: came straight here and I'm fairly depleted. So big shouts again to our 12 Patreons. Thank you guys you so are much. fucking mean the world to us. Absolute legend. Um shouts to all the new listeners if you made it this far.
0: How are we going with our merch drop?
1: I believe we've made some progress. <laughs> we have. We have. Uh, I met with Our dear friend, Jake, who does the majority of our content.
0: Black Ink, Bunbury, what up?
1: What up? Um, Yeah, I went and had a drink with him on Saturday night when you were deep in the clouds of... (laughs) Jiu-jitsu (laughs) bro-y. Jiu-jitsu Brunus. Bromance. Yeah, that was cool because I'd never met him before, so Mm. we were kicking it, and he's a fucking interesting guy, super cool, so he brought the shirt samples. So we're going to put an online store up, Potentially through black ink and just do it that Mm way um, because he's going to do the production and send them straight out. So, yeah, we're fucking on it. So, if there's
0: anything you want to see, whether it be fucking key rings or, um, oh, well, I'm going to do dildos. Now that
1: I know that we can do shit, we're going to, we're going to all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. I'll stop making fucking very, very cool Facebook, uh, YouTube video (laughs) covers and uh, pull my talents towards other things. Yes, that'll be great.
0: And, uh, again, we've had a few new subscribers on YouTube. We are on the quest for a 1,000 so we can actually monetize this shit. So if you haven't already, and I know a lot of you have and we appreciate it, but if you are listening on YouTube, are watching on YouTube, if you could click that fucking subscribe button, it sucks, man, because everyone says, oh, click, like, and subscribe. And I know it's fucking lame. But, oi, honestly, you're listening to this shit fucking free, and all it is is one
1: click. It costs you nothing. And For I real, so immensely. So, and if you're listening on at- Spotify, just just go on YouTube and just click subscribe. Like, don't it doesn't matter. Just, no shit. Because the deal is, if we get one thousand subscribers, we can be monetized, and then that means that we can actually spend money doing shit and more time doing this shit, which is fun. This this stuff is fun as hell. It's but fun. I mean, I spent two days this week just making fucking Facebook, uh, making YouTube clip covers so yeah. it's that's not sustainable it's
0: very tiring for scott <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah and say what up if you see us it was really nice um it was really nice meeting mark it was really nice meeting jake it was nice meeting your other mates the other day 100% um so yeah thank shout thank you out. for
0: your ongoing patronage and on that note peace t- peace t- peace t- peace